No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Let's go. Gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you for joining us. Friday night, Daily Boogie fucking podcast. How are you? Hope you're doing well. Hope you've had a good few weeks. I certainly have. Been very busy. Very busy. Very, very busy. Thank you for joining us. Got plenty of stuff to go through tonight. If you'd like to uh, follow along, Twitter, you know where to, you know where to find me. If you want to leave a tip, there's links. There's links around. If you want to jump in and say hello, you know how to do that too. So, how are you going? Lots going on, huh? What's going on? Uh, our Premier, if you've been following along with what's happening in New South Wales, our Premier last week resigned, just walked out, uh, because she is now under investigation by the anti-corruption watchdog. that happened and uh the new guy took over and guess what some of the some of the new freedoms because freedom day ladies and gentlemen here is apparently monday wow what what sort of a fucking society makes freedom day a monday can you believe that how fucking boring oh you put it on a school night anyway so it's apparently Freedom Day on Monday. Now, the new guy gets in and they keep telling us, all right, look, this is a very anti-lockdown dude, this dude. Pardon me. I'm so out of, I'm so out of practice. Look at that. This guy's a very anti-lockdown dude. I mean, he's full on. He's full on. He hates it. And we, we all wait with anticipation to see what this cat's going to come up with. And it's like, guess what, guys? Good news. Instead of having five vaccinated guests at a picnic in a park, you are now allowed to have ten people show up. How do you like that, my man? How do you fucking like that, huh? See what I do for you. See the limbs I go out on for you. See how much I care about you and want to keep you safe. Thank you for keeping me safe, buddy. Wow, ten people. He's such a rebel. (laughs) He really loves freedom, this guy. I mean, it could have been five, and now it's ten. You see? He's like twice as much freedom as the last person. Obviously. Hashtag winning. <laughs> Lou Frigno. Absolutely. We're fucking kicking ass down here. That's going on. I see uh, President Biden is just as popular as he's ever been, which is encouraging. Very pleased for Joe. It's very, it's very uh, fair for Joe, I think. Because he's been working hard. And over the last couple of days, I've seen a few clips floating around. So I've got those waiting in the back pocket as well. Do have a little bit of COVID stuff to cover. But, you know, sometimes news is just so important that I think it has to be promoted like to the top of a rundown or whatever. And I came across this story. It was sent to me by Ben. Thank you, Ben. Shout out to Ben for this story. This is critical information, what I'm about to share with you here. Okay. This is information that's going to help us come together as a species, as a people, one race, human race, baby. It's going to help us have that, you know, that beautiful rainbow-infused unifying moment that we've all been waiting for for so long. 
So I bring you this, courtesy of the Scientific American. Why the term Jedi is problematic for describing programs that promote justice, equity, diversity, and inclusion. Yes, I'm listening. <laughs> you, you don't need to see his vaccine passport. These aren't the domestic terrorists you're looking for. Let's get into this. The acronym JEDI has become a popular term for branding academic committees and labelling STEM science initiatives focused on social justice issues. We're off to a flying start. Used in this context, JEDI stands for Justice, Equity, Diversion and Inclusion. In recent years, this acronym has been employed by a growing number of prominent institutions and organisations, including the National Academies of Sciences, Engineering and Medicine. At first glance, Jedi may simply appear to be an elegant way of explicitly build uh, to explicitly build justice into the more common formula of DEI. I mean, it's very if your eyes aren't glazing over at this point, then you must have no soul. Jedi has these important affordances, but also inherits another no- notable set of meanings. It shares a name with the superheroic protagonists of the science fiction Star Wars franchise. The Jedi within the narrative of the world of Star Wars, to be a member of the Jedi, is seemingly to be a paragon of goodness, principled guardian in order, uh, in of order, God, it's hard to read, of order and protector of the innocent. This set of pop cultural association uh, associations is one that some Jedi initiatives and advocates explicitly allude to. Are you keeping up with this? This is more boring. This is more boring than Attack of the Clones. Uh, Fat Heckboy with the bucks with the super chat. Thank you, Fat Heckboy. Subscribe to Fat Heckboy because he's on like 680 subs or something. He's so close to a thousand. So there he is. Click on him. Be a bro. Be a pal. Be a friend. Help somebody. Give someone a helping hand. For fuck's sake. It's not that hard. In fact, just go and click it now and I'll wait. I'm waiting. Until you come back and say that you've subbed, we're not doing anything else. You're not missing anything. We haven't done anything. Okay, everybody's back. Good. Very good. You're very well behaved. That's what I like about you. Winning TV with a diamond. Thank you, Phil. DLive.tv slash winning TV. Welcome back, fiend. Ha-ha. <laughs> Whether intentionally or not, the labels we choose for our justice-oriented initiatives open them up to a broader universe of associations, branding them with meaning and, in the case of Jedi, binding them to consumer brands. Though its connections to Star Wars, the name Jedi can inadvertently associate our justice work with stories and stereotypes that are a galaxy far, far away from the values of justice, equity, diversity and inclusion. (laughs) 
The question, the author continues, we must ask is whether the conversations started by these connections are the ones that we want to have. We've got to have, guys, we've got to sit down and have the hard talk about Star Wars and what it means to be a true Jedi. Real Jedis don't, real Jedis don't use the force and walk around in a tunic. Uh, you know, get into sword fights with people. That doesn't happen. No, real Jedis care about diversity and inclusion. That other Jedi, that's just, that's fake. It's make-believe. It's not real. We're the real Jedis. Oh, good. Listen to this. Listen to this. The Jedi are an inappropriate, are inappropriate mascots for social justice. <laughs> I didn't know that they were mascots. I didn't know that anybody was claiming they were mascots for social justice. Although they're ostensibly heroes within the Star Wars universe, the Jedi are inappropriate symbols for justice work. (laughs) They are a religious order of intergalactic police monks. I've said, to be fair, I've said something similar for years. In my opinion, um, the Sith are the good guys and the Star Wars movies are Jedi, uh, you know, rebel propaganda. Because the Jedi were a theocratic, you know, ancient religious order who presided over a corrupt Senate. And, you know, Darth Vader came in and liberated the galaxy from them. And the Star Wars movies are just rebel propaganda to get you to sympathise with the terrorists. You see. So, but this is why the Jedi are inappropriate models for social justice initiatives. The Jedi are inappropriate symbols for justice work. They are a religious order of intergalactic police monks prone to white saviorism and toxically masculine approaches to conflict resolution. <laughs> This is not a gag, okay? This person means it. They mean it. (laughs) (laughs) The Jedi are also an exclusionary cult, membership to which is partly predicated on the possession of heightened physical and uh, psychic and physical uh, abilities or force sensitivity, ladies and gentlemen. Strikingly, Force-wielding talents are narratively explained in Star Wars, not merely in spiritual terms, but also in ableist and eugenic ones. The Jedi are pro-eugenics now. That's how serious it is. These supernatural powers are naturalized as biological uh, hereditary attributes, So it is that force potential is framed as a dynastic property of noble bloodlines and force disparities are rendered innate physical properties measurable via midichlorian counts. I mean, this is, this is weaponized autism right here. I can't even keep up with, I'm doing, in case you haven't noticed, I am butchering this read. 
because the way that it's worded is just so literal and unnatural. It doesn't flow when you read it. It's just, this is relentless. This is relentless social justice weaponized autism you're seeing here. It's not only 4chan, you know, the, the other side have their ones too, that they deploy. And this is what happens. It's a fucking effort. It's a work. It's a workout to get through this. <laughs> the heroic Jedi are thus emblems for a host of dangerously reactionary values and assumptions. <laughs> Sending the message that justice work is akin to cosplay is bad enough. Dressing up our initiatives in the symbolic garb of the Jedi is worse. <laughs> The space opera franchise has been critiqued for trafficking in injustices such as sexism, racism, and ableism. Think, for example, of the so-called slave Leia costume, infamous for stripping down and chaining up the movie series' first leading woman as part of an orientalist subplot. <laughs> Star-, Star Wars arguably conflates alienness with non-whiteness. <laughs> Star Wars is racist, ladies and gentlemen. We, we finally got there. We found a way. Like the caravan of courage, we trekked across the horizon until we finally found a way to make Star Wars racist too. Isn't it wonderful? <laughs> Star Wars arguably conflates alienness with non-whiteness often seeming to rely on racist stereotypes when depicting non-human species. (laughs) (laughs) The series regularly defaults onto ableist tropes, memorably in its portrayal of Darth Vader. Darth Vader's the victim. (laughs) of an ableist trope. (laughs) Just because he's half machine doesn't mean he's less human. You bigot. (laughs) You think you're so special with your biological body? Who do you think you are? My body, my choice. And if I want to breathe through a machine that's attached to my chest, God damn it, I will. Doesn't mean I can't be a firefighter one day. Fuck. The series regularly defaults onto ableist tropes. Hey! Sinister Charlie pipped $5. Hey, welcome back. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much, Sinister Charlie. Thank you for joining us, sir. Um, here we go. Okay, we've got to get got to get through this one more, and then we I've got to change the subject because this is so ridiculous, even for me. I can't and I can't read it much more because it is hard to read. I'll just put the link in the chat there for you, so you can read it at home to your children, teach them what life's all about. The series regularly defaults onto ableist tropes, memorably in its portrayal of Darth Vader, 
which links the villain's physical disability with machinic inhumanity and moral deviance. Presenting his technology-assisted breathing as a sinister auditory marker of danger and doom. I told you. Darth Vader is the victim. Darth Vader is the victim of our anti-disabled stereotypes. (laughs) That poor Darth Vader. No wonder he kind of, um, you know, acted out the way he did, hey? It really wasn't his fault. Can you imagine the kind of abuse he would have to cop around the workplace, you know? Standing at the photocopier. People sneaking up behind him going... And just kind of giggling and running away. One day I'll build a Death Star. (laughs) Whatever you say, Darth. He's such a character. He's always talking about his big plans to build a floating space station that's going to blow planets up. I mean, he's crazy. Have you got those uh, TPS reports? Mr. Vader. (sighs) All right. What's more, the bodies and voices centered in Star Wars have, with few exceptions, historically been those of white men. And while recent films have increased gender and racial diversity, important questions remain regarding how meaningfully such changes represent a departure from the series' problematic past. It's our favourite word, ladies and gentlemen, problematic. Unironically finds its way into the copy of this masterpiece. Yes, the, the problematic past of Star Wars indeed. Huh? Isn't that wonderful? There you go. Why the term Jedi is problematic for describing programs that promote justice, equity, diversity, and inclusion. From your friends at the Scientific American. Uh, I've got this little clip for you I thought you might appreciate. Remember, I don't know, was it like a year ago, maybe longer? Remember the clip of the train station in China, right? And people were basically like scanning into the the train station using like facial recognition cameras. And they had a representative from the government come out and say, look, it's a great idea. It's a wonderful idea. The reason, the reason that we're deploying this facial recognition technology in the way that we're doing it is simply because sometimes people bring heavy bags and it's hard to get a ticket out of your pocket. I swear to God. We do this for your convenience. You know, sometimes you'll bring a heavy bag and you'll fumble around for a ticket. It's very difficult to have a ticket. So we make a camera take a picture of your face and then you, that'd become your ticket. Oh, thank you. for Thank you for the convenience. So it was a wonderful idea. Now, that was, like I said, over a year ago, something like that. I came across this one just earlier today. You're going to love this. Have a look at this. I swear, the rice man, double four, double three with the diamond. Thank you for joining us, sir. Tap on the camera and say, I see you. (laughs) Commuters in Moscow 
will no longer need a transit card or ticket to ride the Metro. Oh, why is that? Instead, they will be able to pay for their fare simply using their faces. Called FacePay, the system's called FacePay, isn't that nice? Called FacePay. The system is currently tested with volunteers and Metro employees. But is set to launch at all of Moscow's 241 metro stations on October 15. Days away. Very exciting. So this is Mother Russia. Obviously. The system uses cameras equipped with facial recognition technology. When a user approaches the turnstiles, the camera checks their identity and debits the fare from their account. We are, we are kind of blissfully wandering close to very dangerous territory, aren't we? <laughs> very, very close. Whistling past the graveyard. Ah, oh, thank you for the host, Moosh. Everybody's favourite cat owner, Moosh. The cat whisperer, they're calling him on the internet, apparently. Have you heard about this internet thing? Doing well over there, Louis C.K. Uh, Nightwave Radio, ladies and gentlemen. DLive.tv slash Nightwave Radio. I think he's on tonight. Thank you. There he is right there. Thank you for the diamond, sir. Nightwave Radio. 10 p.m., I think. Coffee Talk with Sandra with the diamond as well. Another friendo from DLive. Hello, friendos. Thank you for joining us. Coffee Talk with Sandra. All right, so this is obviously... Let's get back to the price of fish here. This is obviously a fantastic fucking idea. So, so we're now mounting cameras on the turnstiles. No, imagine, look at the convenience here. No tickets, no paying for tickets, no fumbling around in your pocket for a ticket. Because as you know, sometimes people have a heavy bag. Follow Boogie with the diamond. We need a rehab in Boogie stand so everyone's high. Thank you, sir. KB with a diamond as well. <laughs> Coffee talker Sandra with a diamond. I have missed you, but I've been here the whole time. What are you talking about? Guys, everyone in the chat, you know, we've been here like every weeknight, basically, for the last three weeks. I haven't seen Coffee Talk with Sandra. Press one in the chat if we've been doing shows regularly for the last three weeks. My audience would would never lie to you. We've been here the whole time. I don't know what you're talking about. There you go. The results are in. The results are in, and overwhelmingly, it is consensus. Wall-to-wall -wall consensus. It's a one. So, sorry, Coffee Talker Sandra. You just haven't been around, and you're trying to cover up your shame by donating a diamond and apologizing. Well, no, that's what you should be doing. By saying, I've missed you, you're actually secretly accusing me of lying, which is horrible. What a horrible thing to do. Thank you for the diamond. 
Very generous of you. Come up and talk to Sandra. Transport chiefs say it will be three times faster than existing payment methods. Yes, because now the camera just takes a picture of your face and sucks the money out of your account instantly. I mean, it's so much, isn't that what we all want? Efficiency? So if we can get an elaborate system of facial recognition cameras and link your face to your, let's say your bank account, uh, perhaps your social media profiles would be appropriate as well. Because if you're one of these Facebook anti-maskers, we can't have you getting on a bus, you see. <laughs> right? If you're one of these known Facebook uh, anti-vaxxers, then I'm afraid we're not going to let you on the trains. I mean, this is all for your protection. Well, actually, it's just for convenience. No, it's three times faster. Wow. Where do we fucking sign up for this? I mean, three times faster catching a train? How could I not go along with this? What do you need? Okay, I'll take a photo and link it to my bank account here. Yep, and then I'll scan my... Uh, my Vax card under here. Yep, that's how we do it. Hey! Uh, Coffee talk with Sandra dropping a guinea on us. Thank you very much, Jerry. Uh, very generous. I've Ring missed you because I've been gone. Cheese, man. Wink, wink. Yes, that's more like it. It's your fault, not ours. Thank you. Finally. Finally. <laughs> Finally, we get to the bottom of it. Passengers don't need to have their phones or Troika Metro Pass or any other ticket on them now. They just need to upload their data in an app, their photograph. So, you... <laughs> hang on a minute. <laughs> I thought this was supposed to be for my convenience now. Why am I now working for you? No, no, forget about the ancient tickets. Forget about this old, ridiculous ticket idea. I mean, that's like 1950s, man. Come on, we're progressing here. We're moving forward here. We're a solutions-based industry. Oh, okay, what do you got? Well, forget about your ticket. Leave your ticket at home. You don't need it. Good, okay, what do I do then? Okay, first you're going to take a selfie and upload it to this app and then link it to your account. What? To be honest, if we're talking about convenience, it kind of sounds easier just to pay the five bucks and get a ticket. You know, no questions. They don't need to know anything about me. I just hand them the cash and they hand me my ticket to ride, baby, and we're off. Why am I now working for the app? <laughs> okay, so what you're going to do is, in order to, in order to access this convenient way of traveling... You're going to need to spend at least two hours on the phone uploading pictures to fucking apps and shit. <laughs> Granting permissions to your credit card. Because it's convenient, you see. I mean, this is wonderful stuff. That's all they need to do. And attach a bank card, yes. Wow. But for civil liberties campaigners, it is likely to be yet another world again. <laughs> Why do they always just reduce any kind of civil liberties concerns to something like, well, some people have some concerns out there, right? Look at this. But for civil liberties campaigners, it's the same technique in whatever language they're speaking, by the way. But for civil liberties campaigners, it is likely to be yet another worrying sign. Oh, there's some worrying signs out there. You don't say. 
Would one of the worrying signs be attaching somebody's face so you can scan it and gain access to their bank account? Would that be a worrying sign, maybe? Seems a little worrying. <laughs> Especially when they're telling me how much of, you know, apparently what a pain in the ass it was to pay $5 and just get a ticket. So first we had to we had to get away with the tickets with like the permanent card, which was kind of like a credit card, right? And that just links to your bank account. And now it's like, well, this is just the next step then. Like, why should you have to bring your card? How inconvenient. Wouldn't it be so much easier if you could just leave all of your things at home and just walk around and have the face have the face scanners take money out of your account as you're wandering around the city? <laughs> Imagine, like, just walking past a public toilet or something, and the door opens. Ah, oh, come on, man. I didn't even have to take a piss. What is this? This thing is way too sensitive. $10? Inflation is fucking killing us. $10 to take a poop in public. Because that's what you... If you want to pay $10 to take a poop in public, keep doing this. That's where we're headed. <laughs> I, of course, will continue shitting for free. It's a worrying sign. Of the growth of a potentially dangerous technology. How does it work? All right, let's have a look. Similar facial recognition systems have already been launched for payments at supermarkets. Ah, good. <laughs> what have we always said, right? What have we always fucking said? It always starts with something that's wrapped up in a nice little package with a nice little pretty little bow on it, right? And inside the box is just a human shit. Daywave with the diamond, Royce Lopez, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us, sir. Hi, Boogie. Hi, Royce. Hello, Mr. Lopez. Thank you for joining us, sir. So these things always start out as something that you want. Oh, it's so convenient. I mean, I go down to the supermarket. I don't even have to take my wallet out of my purse. I mean, because, you know, the kids are going crazy down there. I just lean into the facial scanning camera and then zip, whoosh, the money sucks right out of my account. It's so fucking convenient. And it, it's always the same way because that's their little pilot program. As Alex would say, that's their imperial probe droid, right? And that then that's that becomes the argument for rolling it out across other areas to the point where they're openly telling you, no, 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 buying a ticket was so inconvenient. Buying a ticket was such a hassle. It was such a pain in the ass. No, we're doing this to streamline, you know, the public transport experience for you. So now what we're going to do is make you upload your face to an app, link it to a bank account, and then when you walk in, the camera will scan your face and we'll just take the money off you right there and then. It's for your convenience, guys. This is what you wanted. It's to make things so much better for everybody. <laughs> because then they say, look, it works so well in the supermarkets. Let's do it at the train station too. What great idea, boss. And then a couple of months from now, it's like, look, guys, we've been doing it at the supermarket Thank you and it's been very successful. See you, in hell. see you now. We've been doing it at the train stations and it's been very successful there as well. Now, why don't we just roll it out into every building? All of them. 
all of them. We're gonna have it at the salon. We're gonna have it at the theatre. We're gonna have it at the cafe. We're gonna have it at the sandwich shop. We're going to have it at the place where you buy pool cleaning supplies. By the way, in the meantime, here's the QR code system. Now get used to scanning in. We want you to get used to scanning in wherever you go. Make it part of your routine, right? Let it become a new a, a new behavior that you adopt to keep everybody safe. <laughs> to protect your grandmother. Make sure you scan into every building you walk into and, and you know scan out when you walk out. Why? To protect the children. So, I mean, let's roll this facial recognition tech into every part of our society. We can link it to doors. So, you know, the door will lock if your face scan comes up and you are, you know, the inappropriate person to be entering that building. I mean, it's going to be so convenient, guys. It's going to be amazing. Anyway, there you have it. Uh, like I said, Monday is apparently Freedom Day here in New South Wales. Now, Freedom Day doesn't actually mean Freedom Day. You're thinking of the William Wallace, they'll never take our freedom heroic moment. I'm here to tell you as a person in Australia, that is not the case. We have a new definition for freedom and I'm pleased to report what freedom means is you can do a small list of pre-approved activities like, for example, have 10 people at a picnic. Let's not sniff at that. So you can have this small list of pre-approved freedoms and that's now what we're calling Freedom Day. And if you wanted any more evidence that Australia is completely lame, we have our Freedom Day on a fucking school night on a Monday. Not a Friday, not a Saturday, but a Monday. Hobo chili recipe tipped $4.99. Thank you, sir. Nikki Fruit Loops sent me. He's a wonderful scam. Mischievous. 07. Mischievous scamp. Thank you, Nikki Fruit Loops. Hobo chili recipe. Thank you for joining us. So we have our lame Freedom Day on a fucking Monday. <laughs> so they could what? So why? Because that, uh, that uh, I'm telling you, that's like the government being your daddy, giving you Freedom Day on Monday because he knows that you're not going to stay up too late because <laughs> you have to go to school the next day. Why wouldn't we do this on a Friday? Are you kidding? You'll be up till three in the morning. <laughs> so we're doing it on a Monday. So it'll be lights out at 10.30 at the latest, okay? Because you've got to be up tomorrow for school and I don't want to hear any complaining, missy. But then the plot thickens once again. The worm hath turned, ladies and gentlemen, because just hours out, just hours away from Monday Freedom Day, we have, dun, 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 we've got a new strain is now available. Look at this. Very exciting news. Just in time, just dropped in time for Freedom Day. Uh-oh, new strain. Let's have a look. Good evening. The new strain of the COVID-19 Delta variant has health officials hunting tonight, hunting. rushing to trace at least eight cases already circulating mm. across the state. Eight? Holy shit, Bob. I'm shitting bricks over here, Bob. Did he say eight? I, I thought he said eight. I heard eight. Holy cow. Only days out from Freedom Day. Freedom Day. <laughs> 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 
And the great tragedy was Freedom Day was only days away. Oh, my. What is Freedom Day exactly? Well, it means if you're unvaccinated, you can now have a picnic with a few people. It's fucking amazing. Uh, We covered some of it on the starting block last night. If you missed it, check out the replay if you care. Uh, Myself and Greeno were talking about some of the aspects of Freedom Day. And one of the rules was, okay, so the sex the sex workers can go back to work. Good luck. You know, good news, girls. Back to work Monday, right? So, so the girls go back to work on Monday, but in order to remain COVID safe, they have to stay uh, one person per, you know, square metre. One person per four square metres, I think, as, as a sex worker. Because <laughs> you've got to be socially distanced still. So that had me thinking, well, that means if you go to an Asian massage parlor, that the girl working there must have to, you know, finish you off with a long pair of barbecue tongs. Or something like that. Maybe, maybe one of those maybe one of those contraptions you use to move logs around on a fire. <laughs> Cause they're pretty long. You can reach over with one of them. And probably just touch it a little bit. But you're going to have to do something, otherwise you're going to be breaking the law. So good news, the sex shops are allowed to open again, but the bad news is we're going to have to finish you off with a pair of tongs. Please sign this waiver in case, you know, there have been reports of some scrotal damage during our pilot program. Because we had to, we had to have the health officials come in, you see, and they had to test our our COVID safety system. They were very strict, so they they all whipped their pants off and lay down, and we tried various contraptions. So, and we ended up deciding on, you know, the oversized novelty uh, wall-mounted barbecue tops to finish him off. So days away from Freedom Day, and now we've been hit with a new strain, huh? Dr Kerry Chant made the revelation as she returned to the spotlight amid rumours of a rift with the new Premier Uh over his decision to fast-track the state's roadmap out of lockdown. (laughs) Now there's a rift, you see. Oh, no. So the non-elected health officials are now criticising the new Premier, which is like your governor, right? They're now criticising him because he's such a rebel when it comes to the COVID lockdowns that he's, like I said, he's willing to allow more people to have a picnic together than the last person was. I mean, fucking, you know, we're dealing with a bioterrorist here, clearly. So the health bureaucracy has said, "Uh uh-oh, I don't think so. Let's not forget who's in charge here. The Chief Health Officer heads to work. Can I just ask why you wanted the press conference yesterday? Sorry, I'm just going to a meeting. She's insisting she's not become the Chief Stealth Officer after her noticeable absence from (laughs) yesterday. 
insisting she's not become the chief stealth officer after her noticeable absence from yesterday's major press conference, with speculation she'd refused to endorse new Premier Dominic Perrottet's roadmap changes. Oh. No, that's not the case. It was endorsed by uh, Kerry Chan and endorsed by New South Wales Health, and it is a delicate balance, but we want to get it right. The new Deputy Premier's office, though... I mean, you know, look, we've got Freedom Day on a Monday and our Deputy Premier, his name is Paul Toole. Couldn't get any more lame. This is the worst Freedom Day ever. Worst Freedom Day ever. And the funny part is, like, all of the, the hilarious part is they come up with these horrific... Let's do Freedom Day. Oh, eight people can have a picnic on a blanket. Wow, it's fucking amazing. Oh, Freedom Day. Right? <laughs> Freedom Day for double vaccinated people. What does that mean? Well, now, you know, you can stand if you're as long as you're two metres apart and buy a pint. Oh, good. Great. <laughs> Monday Freedom Days. It's the worst Freedom Day that's ever been. Fucking disgusting by New South Wales Health, and it is a delicate balance, but we want to get it right. The new Deputy right. Premier's office, though, didn't get it totally right no. overnight, approving an extra roadmap freedom, day trips to the regions. <laughs> oh. Lucky you, huh? Guess what, guess what, guys? Because you've been so well behaved, we're going to let you have a day trip, a field trip to the city. Ooh. But you have to be home that night. Be home by lights out because, remember, there is a curfew. <laughs> wow. I'm going to let... They're going to let me take a bus and walk around somewhere. But then I'll come home again. <laughs> day trips. They're actually calling it a day trip. Getting your getting your freedom day the new family tradition, kids, the freedom day day trip. We we go for a bus ride around the country around the fucking farm areas. We go, oh look at that. And it, the bus takes us right home again. It's wonderful. Overnight, approving an extra roadmap freedom. Wow. Day trips to the regions. I mean, Can't... what a what a rebel too. This, I mean, throwing this freedom in with the other freedoms that people are getting back on Freedom Day Monday. I mean, fuck. <laughs> hey, how's, how's he keep getting away with this? He's pushing the envelope, man. Fucking rebel. Mm, so, so beast. I am as MP got excited. In surprising I'm news, excited. travel between... This is so exciting. <laughs> We're getting excited now. We're getting excited because we can have a field trip. <laughs> have a picnic. Ooh. Happy Freedom Day, everybody. Regional New South Wales and Greater Sydney will be permissible from next Monday. Lovely. Except it wasn't. Well, this came up last night. There was some confusion and I called the Health Minister, Brad Hazard, and I said, can you fix this? And now it is fixed. At 11 this morning, a clarification. Regional travel oh. not on until we hit 80% vaccination. <laughs> What 
What's that, you say? Wow, that sounds like moving the goalposts, huh? Bum, bum, bum. Who would have thought that would happen? I mean, what a fucking revelation that is. What a shock. I mean, you know. See, you, exactly, Mookie in the chat. You mean 85%, right? Yeah, you heard me right. Exactly, when 90% of the people are back. <laughs> Come on, guys, so close. We've almost hit our target of 95%. Come on. So, no, there's a clarification. Oh, no, no, it's a clarification. We didn't lie. It's a clarification. Ah, right. No, no, at 70%, no, no, that's not good enough. I'm afraid the number is 80. Oh, great. Seems like we got to 70 a little too quick <laughs> for the roadmap. We got to 70 before the roadmap suggested we would. So now, now we have to slow everything down. Why? Because bureaucrats are running things. That's why. Oh my god, we got to 70% like a week before we planned to. This this changes everything. <laughs> Alright, let's change the rules again. <laughs> okay, now it's 80% again. Okay, good. That'll keep everybody safer longer. Will be permissible from next Monday. Ah. Except it wasn't. Well, this came up last night. There was some confusion, and I called the health minister, Brad Hazard. And I there was said, confusion. Can you, can you imagine why there would be confusion, you know? Why would there be confusion about the topic? Oh, it's because it's because within hours we changed everything. That's why. All right. And now it is fixed. At 11 fixed. this morning, a clarification. clarification. Regional travel not on until we hit 80% vaccination. That's so much It will safer. still be a few more weeks before people can travel out to the regions for holidays or recreation. Right. The good news, though, Seven News has confirmed that really? from Monday... Freedom. Look, on, look at the screen here. Freedom Day. <laughs> <laughs> now, what great freedom are you going to be granted on Freedom Day, I hear you ask? That is... A pertinent question. What new freedoms shall we be afforded? What freedoms will our beloved leaders grant, bestow upon us as prize, as our booty for, you know, getting the jab, staying at home, following the instructions? Now, now comes payday, right? This is the day we've all been waiting for, guys. It's Freedom Day. This is what it's all been about. This is what you've been toiling away for for two years, complying, doing what you're told, this is your, you know, pot of gold at the end of that rainbow. Guys, you earned this. And we here in the government, we're so proud of you. So this this coming up, this Freedom Day, this is all for you, okay? You guys, you earned this. It's all recreation. The good news, though, Seven News has confirmed that from Monday, travel is unlimited within Greater Sydney, and that includes the Central Coast, Blue Mountains and Illawarra. The excitement building. In just two days, new rules allowing 10 guests at home, 30 outside. <laughs> Freedom Day. Excitement. Wow, what an exciting revelation on Freedom Day, huh? 
You can have 10 people in your house now. Whoa! Wow, bro! Fuck yeah, bro! <laughs> Jim Edward. Thanks, government! <laughs> I am excited. Sinister Charlie. I mean, this is fucking incredible. And you know what? Like, guys, I just want to reiterate, this is all for you. earned this, guys. This is all for you. Give yourselves a round of applause out there. This is why you endured the months and months of lockdowns. This is why you endured, you know, the mandates. This is why you endured the testing. This is why you've endured the quarantining. And you know the policing, and this is why this is why we've all been pulling together for this moment, guys. And you know it's because of this. This makes all of that all worthwhile. Happy Freedom Day! You can have nine people in your house. Fucking well done. Well done, everyone. <laughs> if, if this was this is like you know, this is like just say your fucking company has a really good year. And your department, you're some middle management fucking schlob in a you know a government job. <laughs> your department does very well, right? And then you you hear there's going to be this announcement. Your department is going to win something for being like head and shoulders above everybody else. You got a big prize coming. You see where this is going already, right? So everybody stands around in the fucking coffee room. All right, guys, what are we getting here? Okay, good news, guys. Here's what we're gonna do. Um, this coming Friday, we are going to let you finish at 4.45 p.m. What do you think of that? Huh? Congratulations, everyone. <laughs> oh, and I almost forgot he starts handing out envelopes. Here is your $5 coffee voucher for the cafe downstairs in the cafeteria. Free coffee. One free coffee for you on Monday. Congratulations, team. Go get them. <laughs> That's what that's what this feels like. Well, you have been locked down for eighteen months, so in a, you know, in order to show our appreciation, as a token of our appreciation for your patience and your enduring, we grant you this extra freedom. Ten people allowed over to your house. Wow, isn't that something? Thank you, guys. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Go get them. Go get them, Tiger. Illawarra, the excitement building. In just two days, new rules allowing 10 guests at home, 30 outside. All retail, cafes, restaurants, pubs, indoor pools open. 100 allowed at weddings. No, 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 no. Oh, 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 they're being very sneaky here. Yes, the retail, cafes, restaurants, pubs and indoor pools are open. But, ladies and gentlemen, they failed to mention only for the double vaccinated. Only for the double vaxxed. No one else is allowed in there. And I mean, think of the convenience here. Pubs, indoor pools open. 100 allowed at weddings and funerals. Yep. Aged care visits back on. Wow. And no more masks outside. No more masks outside? Wow, happy Freedom Day, everyone. My favourite part of all this is the people that say, wow, we're being, we're taking so many risks here. This is so risky. <laughs> and because they mean it as well. 
people legitimately go around saying it's so irresponsible to ask people to take their mask off outside. Because <laughs> they're going to be like that forever now. You keep wearing yours if you want. I'm fine with that. Um, I did have something else here. Just looking for it. Actually, God, I could do this. Where is the? I could feel it in my bones. There was something going on that should have doubt hanging around. God owns. Cause darling, there was nothing right. Seem to do is lie. Those days are gone. I'm walking tall while you're alone. When I think about the way we used to be, oh, okay, this looks like a fun one. About the things you took from me, I know that I am so. Just found this one just randomly while I was looking for something else. Let's have a look here. With only days to go before the return of face-to-face -face learning, we really? can reveal half the state's public school teachers are not fully vaccinated. Half. 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 70-30? You say, sack them immediately. I want to see. I want to see the uh, schools basically descend into a Lord of the Flies type situation, where due to their dwindling numbers, the teachers are rounded up by the most, uh, you know, bullish of children, rounded up in the employee coffee room, and kind of the doors chained shut. Don't hurt them or anything. Just lock them in there. They've got food in there. They've got the fridge with everybody's lunches, right? <clears throat> let's take, let's remove one teacher out of every second classroom. <laughs> I think everything's going to be fine. <laughs> with only days to go before the return of face-to-face -face learning, we can reveal half the state's public school teachers are not fully vaccinated. <laughs> and despite the teachers' union claiming the HSC could be at risk, really? authorities say schools will be safe and there are plenty of students and parents who can't wait. Oh, they, they <laughs> don't worry, guys. You'll be safe. Oh, okay. I mean, they—they're not even explaining how or why. They're just saying, "Don't worry." The authorities say it'll be safe. So off you go. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. But I thought I was supposed to be afraid of unvaccinated people. Now you're telling me that it's safe. What are you telling me? Seems a little strange, doesn't it? I mean, this is a pandemic. Correct me if I'm wrong. Here on Team YouTube, <laughs> here on Team YouTube, we believe that this is indeed a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Am I not wrong? Am I correct? What, you know? So if this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated, then surely, I mean, you know, how could the schools be safe? 
So half of the teachers aren't double vaxxed, but don't worry, guys, it's safe. Oh, okay, well, that's that solves everything. It was that simple. The authorities say it's fine, so in you go. Homeschooling can be challenging. For mother of three... What are they saying about these kids? <laughs> are they saying that these kids are trouble, you know, troubled children? Kind of felt like that, didn't it? Homeschooling can be challenging. Gonna fuck you up, man. <laughs> At least show them stealing a car or smoking or something. Come on. That's not very nice. That seems very mean to do to the kids. Schooling can be challenging. <laughs> For mother of three, Maria Radmanovic, playing teacher, is finally coming to an end. Elated, absolutely jump for joy. I'm so sick of my own kids. Jumping for joy, her words. Quote. <laughs> I am so sick of these little shits. I am fucking jumping for joy. <laughs> wow, mother of the year over here. I can't wait to see the back of these little cunts, I'm telling you. <laughs> what do you think about school going back? I'm over the moon. I'm going to get so fucked up on Freedom Day. <laughs> Playing teacher is finally coming to finally. an end. Elated, absolutely jump for joy. I am so excited. I finally get to go back to school. The new <laughs> <laughs> okay. In this family's case, I think it probably is the best thing because clearly, I mean, what year five boy? So he would be what, 11? <sighs> Mate. What year five, even after two years of lockdown, what 11-year-old boy would be begging to go back to school? Fuck no. <laughs> so I, my suspicion is that mum is probably just as annoying as the kids are. <laughs> if you follow my drift. If you catch my drift. If you're picking up what I'm putting down here. I think mum is probably, you know... Mum's probably not the favourite at the moment in the uh, in the household. They're probably sick, sick to death of mum. <laughs> oh. To school. The new premier rewriting the school rules. It's a major relief for parents uh, and their sanity. Major Kindergarten, relief. year it's one major... and twelve, head back to the classroom. It's a it's a major relief for parents and. Uh, in the communities. For parents uh, and parents. insanity. Kindergarten, year one Major and relief. 12, head back to the classroom on October 18. Uh. All other years will join them the following Monday. Ooh. School principals and teachers readjusting to yeah. the fast-tracked plan. Fast-tracked. absolutely marvellous to see the kids coming back early. It Wonderful. does put a little bit of strain on being able to get a lot of things ready. Okay. COVID-safe rules apply. Teachers must be double vaccinated. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> but 50% of them aren't double vaxxed yet. What are we going to do? How are we going to solve this conundrum? Now, we're all teachers. We should be able to figure out. So if 50% of the teachers aren't double vaxxed and they need to be double vaxxed... 
How many teachers are we going to have? We should be able to figure this out, guys. We're educators. <laughs> Face masks are required in all indoor and outdoor uh, settings for yeah. all staff uh. and all students. In Do you understand how fucking hot it gets in Australia? <laughs> these kids, these kids are going to be sitting in hot fucking classrooms with, you know, 30 other kids and they're all going to be sweating and it's going to be miserable and they'll be wearing that fucking face mask and it's going to be sticking to your face and shit. God, what a nightmare. Fuck no. Fuck no. Hey, happy Freedom Day, everyone. You get to wear this sweaty, stinky mask in a fucking humid classroom all day. Wow, this is so much fun. I can't wait to go back to school. I can't wait. The excitement, it's killing me. <laughs> in year seven and above. Oh no, wait a minute. That's the thats the fluid on my lungs, not the excitement. I still, oh, I'm sorry. Here at Team YouTube, we believe uh, everything is safe and effective. But there may be a teacher shortage. Really? If not enough, fully vaccinated in time. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What are we going to do out there? Change to the roadmap without any prior consultation with the profession. <laughs> well, he's very serious, this cat, isn't he? Get a look at that. This man is running the school system. This is the number one, this is the number one guy when it comes to educating your children. <laughs> He looks like a Hollywood cast Russian fucking gangster. The, the plan from the government was changed and uh, the, the roadmap to freedom was fast-tracked and that is unacceptable because here in the bureaucracy, if you change our plans, then we can't manage. We, start, we curl up into a ball and rock back and forward and sweat until we cry ourselves to sleep because that's how we operate here at the government. <laughs> That's what we do here. <laughs> we, f we fuck everything up. That's what we do. That's our job description. A change to the roadmap without any prior no consultation, consultation whatsoever. The there are more than 90,000 public school teachers. Uh -huh. At last count, 45,000, just half, had reported being double-vaxxed. Oh, boy. What are we going to do about this? This is very problematic, don't you think? I've got a feeling that people aren't following the rules. 45,000. Meaning 45,000 teaching staff are potentially not fully vaxxed. Fears that thousands of teachers won't Fear. be... Fears. <laughs> Everybody's so afraid right now. There are fears, ladies and gentlemen. Be fully vaccinated by the time students return to the classroom has prompted one last vaccination push from the government, giving teachers priority. Oh. Just to clean up anybody who... Bold frame glasses. And 
This one has gone. This one has gone with the very retro kind of feel. I love this. I love this. This makes a statement. Uh, she's gone with the retro feel, the leopard skin bold frames, ladies and gentlemen. Have a look at that. Wonderful stuff. She, she really is. The, like, if I think of education minister, this this is the person I see. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not even lying. It's perfect. It's perfect. Okay, so so we're now prioritising teachers at the vaccine hubs, I imagine, at the vaccine centres. You go straight to the top of the queue to get your jab. And <laughs> Gypsy of Diamonds with the diamond. Where did you steal the diamond, Gypsy? Thank you for joining us, Gypsy. So you go to the head of the queue if you're a teacher. And this is what the education minister thinks about that. Just to clean up anybody who maybe hasn't had their vaccination or, or needs their up. second appointment, and we'll yep. do that here at this hub at Kudos Bank Arena. But there are just just to clean them up. The aim, what they want to achieve, the aim of these things, is obviously. You keep tightening the screws, right? You keep tightening the noose and you just, you slowly mandate one section after another. You don't mandate everybody at the same time. You say, first, this group of people have to do it. And then this group of people. And the object is to turn those who remain into such a minority by just chipping away at all of the various groups as much as you can. And then the people who remain, uh, you know, like, you know, an ultimate minority of people, and then you can uh, just subvert them, you know. Then you can just marginalise them. And because you'll have everybody else on side. Marginalisation is only an issue, I've discovered, if... <laughs> marginalisation is only an issue if the 90% of the people doing the marginalising are okay with it. Like, it's not an issue then, you know. It's only an issue if they aren't okay with it. But as long as people are okay with marginalization, then, well, it'll just happen again. Some might say that I'm a loner. Happy Freedom Day, New South Wales, coming this Monday. But I just call it being free. You'll be allowed to have 10 people over at your house. That'll be amazing for you. I am my heart's only owner. You'll also be allowed to uh, be with 29 other people outside too. Or at least I used to be. So happy Freedom Day to New South Wales. I'm going to take a quick break. Because now wildfire is raging deep inside. Take a quick couple of minute break, a very short break. Get yourself a beverage. Get yourself a snack. We'll be right back on the Friday night edition. Daily Boogie podcast, the Daily Boogie, which happens once a week now on Friday nights. So give us a couple of minutes and we'll be back. Got some other stuff. Talk to you soon. I don't know what it is. Uh, boogie. Uh, this is a frozen Asian. And uh, I heard about what you said about China. And uh, well, uh, you are Guaylo. Yeah, you are Guaylo. Stop being wild. Aloha, and welcome to Pirate Radio. 
Ladies of Liberty, the hot seat. Or maybe this is my daily traffic report. I don't know. As you can tell, I, I seem to have a problem with commitment to one type of platform. I, I think doctors refer to that as uh, ADD. Uh, but anyways, if you want to follow any of those shows, you want to catch me live every single day of the week, you can follow me at Real Person Politics. That's Real Person P-L-T-C-S. Aloha. Another ain't no rest for the wicked Until we close our eyes for good You gave him a loaded shotgun? Well, you don't give a toy without batteries Come and get your Tootsie Rolls It's Irrational Times Original music Interactive trivia Games, guests, VHS rental, adult learning center, window repair, flight trainer, kosher catering, and now introducing the lovely assistant. I do gym jams. And here I use only the finest jib to combine with an organic jab to produce the highest quality jib jabs. Be fooled by those imitation jib jabs made in Chinese sweatshops. Enjoy fair trade jib jabs made locally here in Canada. Due to the outcome of a previous court case, the lovely assistant is prohibited from jib jabbing outside of Canada. I mean, let's. I mean, if we're gonna go full public, full transparency, let's see all of it because I guarantee you, what the Democrats were doing was criminal, Im impeachable activities routinely. Hey, where do the llamas like to be petted? You know, I'm gonna be real honest. I don't think you look very nice. Mm. This Justin. The global officials that can help all, also known as Got You, have now banned all boogieing and boogie-related movements worldwide. Public safety is the main concern, they say, and people are reminded that boogieing is contagious. Anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms police have reported. More right on. This world can get you down. There's a one thing you can do. And shake it all around. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Coming back. Coming back. <laughs> done a show for weeks and weeks cause I've got such sick flows <laughs> welcome back Friday night edition Daily Boogie podcast where everything runs smoothly all the time thank you for joining us couple of things we can get into here by the way the discord is open if you want to jump in say hello <clears throat> if you want to jump on say hello you know where to do it we've got someone waiting in the discord right now incidentally Say hello, ladies and gentlemen, Jim Edward. How are you going, Jim? What's happening? How's it going, Bugs? Oh, it's going good. It's going great. What do you know? Matt, I've been enjoying your shows for the last few weeks. I don't know where everybody else has been. Tell me about it, huh? 
What's oh, wrong shit, with man. This is lack of participation. I know. I see a lot of fresh faces in the chat tonight. It's like, where have you been, man? You've been missing out on so much fun. We've had such a great time. It's like all these people have been off the internet for too long. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not even angry at them, Jim. I'm just disappointed, you know? Like, I yeah, thought... It's a- yeah. It's a stern scolding. Yeah, I thought we were a team here, you know. It was me, it was you, let's do this together. And then the last few weeks, like, you didn't even show up. We've been here every night, Jim, every night. Lazy assholes. Like six, seven hours a night, every night. I mean, it's been insane out there. Um, yeah, it's been a... <laughs> Go ahead. It's been an insane stretch of shows, man. It has. It's just These been people ridiculous. have really been missing out. I know. And you'll never get that chance again. Um... I want to show you this, Jim. Have a look at this. just found this a little bit earlier today. Because we've been talking about... Well, we haven't. Well, we have on the show, obviously. Uh, we've been talking about the Facebook whistleblower, of course. You know, the whistleblower, Jim, that came out and said, you know, they're not taking enough of the, uh, you know, the right-wing material. They're not taking enough of that down. They're allowing them to profit off it. And everyone was like, well, of course, Facebook's in bed with the fascists. We know this. Facebook hates fascism. <clears throat> no, they love fascism. Pardon me, of course. Facebook and Trump, America is sleepwalking towards fascism, Jim. This is from our <laughs> oh, friends. Shit. Yeah, I know. This is the hottest of hot takes. You're going to love this. This is from Salon. We love Salon here on the show. AT&T and Facebook are unaccountable. Donald Trump's still free. <laughs> this, this week saw an overwhelming number of stories all pointing to the same conclusion. American authoritarianism is on the rise. Juiced and protected. Juice makes a reference in there. Well done, OJ. Congratulations. American authoritarianism is on the rise, juiced and protected by some of the richest and most powerful people in the United States. Sounds incredible, Jim. Shocking news. I mean, look at this. We always knew Facebook was a hotbed of fascism. Didn't we? Didn't we? And the most powerful people are obviously fascists, clearly. I mean, we knew this. Due to a combination of whistleblowers, investigations, and in many cases, utter shamelessness on the part of fascism enablers. <laughs> Tell me about the enablers. <laughs> I mean, those enablers, they're something, aren't they? Uh, this is now out in the open, and yet, despite Democrats controlling both Congress and the White House, Jim, serious action to fight back and save American democracy remains underwhelming to non-existent. So this person's arguing that they're not going anti-right-wing enough yet. We haven't even warmed up yet. Wait until they we start banned, everybody. They haven't banned everybody? Exactly. We haven't banned everybody yet, therefore they're winning. Right? Yet being the operative word, I suppose. Well, I mean, it's a process. You've got to work through it. Uh, yeah, but yada, yada, yada. So there you go. Now, I thought, well, I wonder, this is the first time I've I've really noticed this author. And I thought, well, I'll just check and see what else she's written, <laughs> because that'd be fun. And I came across this one. It's time to start firing unvaccinated people. Trump fans are overdue for a lesson in consequences. <laughs> The lovely part about this is, of course, she is fighting against the fascism of Facebook, ladies and gentlemen. No more fascism. Let's bash the fash. By the way, it's time to start firing unvaccinated people because they're Trump fans and they deserve it. <laughs> we should just start calling it Fashbook. Yeah, Fashbook. Well done. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic work. 
Like I do like me some Facebook. All right. Well, speaking of Facebook, you'll be pleased to see this. Um, because as you know, here in Australia, I don't think we've started. I don't think we've enacted enough rules yet. Have you been following uh, the news down here? It's very, very chaotic. It's just disorder everywhere in the streets, you know. It's hard to ignore. Yeah, obviously. I, I mean, didn't know you guys had to wear masks outside. That's insane. Everywhere. 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 Um, so, you know, clearly not enough rules, I think, is the issue. Uh, so we've decided that we need to bring in some more rules. We're going to have some more crackdowns, Jim. Do you, do you like a crackdown? Your crack I like a good crack into the head every so often, yeah. you know, a just little, to keep the uh, yeah. unruly people in line. Mm, little baton strike to the back of the legs, perhaps to the knees, just to bring them down a peg or two. I'm hearing you, man. So that's good news. So uh, our prime minister made this announcement earlier in the week. Social media giants are in the PM sites, warning a crackdown could be on the cards to bring online trolls out of the shadows. Federal politics reporter Jonathan Kersley joins us now, bright and early from Canberra. Jonathan, good morning to you. What changes morning. could we see? Morning, Carl. Ultimately, the tech giants could be held legally responsible for what is published on their platforms. The Prime Minister wasn't specific yesterday on which platforms he was actually criticising, no. be it Facebook or Twitter, but he slammed social media companies over people allowed to post anonymously. He says it can destroy people's lives. The High Court ruled last month media outlets can be sued over defamatory comments posted on their Facebook pages. The Prime Minister suggested the government would lean further to hold to account companies who allow anonymous trolls to post. Here's what he had to say. So he's picking a fight with uh, basically a government organization and internet trolls at the same time. Yes. That's one, wow. that's one aspect I don't of this. See, I don't see how this could turn out bad at all. <laughs> that's, that's, that's but one aspect of this. Um, another aspect of this is when the uh, Christchurch shooting happened at the mosque, right? I remember covering it at the time, man. I remember going through these articles and I was like, they changed within days, right? They passed a law here, New Zealand and the UK, I think, and possibly Canada as well. They passed a law that essentially made it illegal for these platforms to host what they deemed to be quote unquote harmful material. Now the definition that, of harmful of the, material, right? Because of the because live of streaming. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So because of the streaming of the thing, which six people watched, mind you, six people saw that live. Nobody denies that. It's the replays that um, everybody watched, right? But at the at the time it was happening, six people were watching it. So they, in the wake of that, they changed all the laws. Which basically meant that the companies, like the person running the company could be thrown in jail if they didn't remove quote unquote harmful content from their platforms fast enough, right? And I said, you watch this, this, all this means is it positions things differently that whereby, you know, the platforms are going to say, well, why take the risk? Okay. You know, we're not going to risk our money and, um, you know, our livelihoods and our freedom for them so no sorry these are just the this is the way it's going to be so they're not the government isn't technically right you know violating any free speech principle or anything no but they're they're telling the company which will now do it to you where things are being enforced by average people and company owners and you know and i've got a story here tonight 
this one here, where businesses, right? Because the government came out and said, well, the businesses need to check people's vaccine status, right? And so now the businesses are like, well, hang on, why should I be policing this fucking medical guideline? Well, I'm not, I'm not part of the medic, I'm not part of the team, you know what I mean? Isn't that your job? I'm just here to sell fucking pants, man. <laughs> right? We're just gonna we're just gonna fine you an obscene amount of money. Yes. Yes, this is the way it works. Remember that story that was floating around last week sometime about how health insurance premiums are gonna go up. Uh, like a hundred dollars a day if you're unvaccinated, and it, it would apply to uh, some specific group of people. I can't remember the deets, but it's out there. I'm assuming. There a couple of days ago. Yeah, I'm assuming that they like the, the, that. That's the next step is they're going to use the um, you know uh, maybe in the United States where the you know your generally your employer is uh, responsible for your health insurance. Yep. Yeah, so, the insurance uh, companies all lean the on premiums. Him. Yep. That's it. If you can't prove oh, that sounds- everyone is, you, if you can't prove that you're in a COVID safe uh, workplace, then I'm afraid we're going to have to charge you more. And being COVID safe means everybody double vaxxed, I'm afraid. And in order to prove it, well, I guess you're going to have to use this app. You know, right? we're going to have to, I guess you're just going to have to use the government website and the system that's been set up and run for the last few months. I mean, it's just going to have to be that way. Oh, the health database that's hosted on a cloud? Yeah. That's easily hacked? Wow. Thanks for keeping me safe. Thanks for keeping me safe. I don't know about this easy. <laughs> I don't know about this easily hacked nonsense though. That sounds like disinformation if I've ever heard it. I mean, I've got to be careful. Wait a minute. Are you are you insinuating that these platforms are are entirely secure? These pl- cloud platforms? What they aren't? No. Hey, you ever you ever hear of the fappening? No. What's that? Oh well, <laughs> I'd suggest you do some googling after the show. Okay. Can't show any of that on here. No? Okay. Are you sure? Should I just bring it up now? Oh, <laughs> you don't want to you, I don't you don't do want to put that up on stream. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, there is a social media crackdown, so we must be careful, Jim, moving forward. Okay, be, we have to be very compliant here. That's right. Social media has become a has become a, a coward's palace. <laughs> where people Coward's palace. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds very mythical. Like, I want to go and slay the dragon at the Coward's Palace now, you know? <laughs> this is how he's getting me on the team. All right, it's working. Become a, has become a, a Coward's Palace where people can just go on there, yep. not say who they are, oh. destroy people's lives. Destroy people's lives, Jim. <laughs> if your life is destroyed by an anonymous person, was it really much of a life to begin with? All right. It's, you know, it's kind of step up time. Press one in the chat if I have destroyed your life, please. Press two in the chat if I haven't destroyed your life. Let me know. You know, I'm on social media. I'm obviously part of the problem. So let's see. Jim N-word, one in the chat. Yeah, so I've ruined Jim's life. Yeah, because I totally use my real name everywhere I go on the internet. Yes, of course. Because I'm not a I'm not a coward. Exactly. You're not living in a coward's palace, Jim. (laughs) (laughs) The coward's palace of Fashbook. Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) The coward's palace of this pro-Trump platform, this pro-Putin platform we know as Fashbook. (laughs) We had to say. Social media has become a has become a, a coward's palace, 
where people can just go on there, not say who they are. This is just, this is so boomer. It's fucking, it shouldn't even be possible. I feel like I feel like he's a kitten's whisker away from saying, you know, the kids these days on the Facebooks, right? <laughs> Something like that. I mean, these social media companies, I mean, they've become a coward's palace. You've got these, you know, you got these kids, they don't say who they are. And, uh, you know, they're out there on the Facebooks and they're, you know, they're doing their and Twitters. The Twitters. Yeah, they've got their Twitters going. And, uh, you know, my... Uh, I know I know a young person, and they 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 happen to be on the grams a lot. They call it the grams. And I said, "Well, we used to take cocaine back in my day, but that's not the in thing to do anymore." And I said, "No, Granddad, not the grams. We still do that too. No, the Instagram. Oh, the Instagram. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't you love? I'd love to see a conversation between Scott Morrison, uh, there on the Facebooks and the Twitters, and Joe Biden about social media companies. Wouldn't that be something? I'd fucking pay money to watch that." That would be the most incoherent thing I've ever seen. And uh, exactly, it'd be beautiful. It'd be like a, uh, you know, a pro heart painting. Pro heart was an artist who used to throw basically garbage on the floor and swim and swim around in it and do these big elaborate paint, uh, paintings with like garbage and food stuffs. It was incredible. Here's what he had to say. Social media has become a has become a, a coward's palace, where people can just go on there, not say who they are. Destroy people's lives. Destroy people's lives. And say the most foul and offensive things to people. Wow, what a kind of a thing to say. Dude. Oh. oh, well, your words hurt my feelings, so mm. therefore um, you're doing violence to me. Yes, exactly. I've been harmed. Hello, excuse me, I've been harmed. Hello? <laughs> Who's going to tend to me, Jim? Help, help, I'm being oppressed. Exactly. <laughs> And do so with impu impunity. Impunity. The government has already introduced tougher laws this year, but wants yeah. the states on board for this one too. Yeah, so we, we we haven't done enough laws yet. We haven't done enough. We haven't we haven't fucking cracked down enough on you yet. Eighteen months, and just to and just to top it off, all right, on our way out, we, we're going to destroy privacy on the internet as well. Fucking well done. Bailiff, whack his pee pee. Wow. Yeah. So you. I think you're saying what most people have been saying. You believe that this will, you know, inevitably lead to uh, some kind of conflict with the people online themselves. You think that they'll, uh, they might make you know life difficult, perhaps, <laughs> in ways. Anonymous trolls Anonymous on the trolls, internet? Yeah. No way. They've never, never, never caused any problems before. No, of course not. They're uh, such nice people. Yeah, an anonymous troll is just a friend you haven't met yet. Really. <laughs> So, you know, they, they are just the nicest people. They're the kind of people who leave milk out for stray kittens, right? You know, they're just nice people who take you under their arm, take you under their wing. They're just good dudes and dudettes. That's the main thing. You bring them home to meet your family. Wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. They help, like, old ladies across the road with shopping, you know. They always... They hold the doors. Hold the door open. Always return their cart. Always return the cart. <laughs> without fail, without question. Every time, rain, hail, or shine, uh, you know they're well, just think, generally good people. Uh, you know, I think you know most of them. If they support Thomas Murphy, they would take their carts back. They would absolutely, and of course, they would support Thomas Murphy because they're good people. You know, <laughs> that's the way it works. Um, uh, how about this? So yeah, back to the policing aspect because. 
like we were talking about, the police aren't really enforcing anything here. People are enforcing this stuff themselves. Yeah. Um, through various means, like you know, the insurance companies leaning on companies, then the companies leaning on the employees. Right? It's all. It's not illegal, quote unquote. Right? Uh, people think it's like might be overstepping the line, but legally, is it illegal to overstep the line? Yada yada yada. All this bullshit. It's a big grey area we're all living in at the moment as rules change from one week to the next, and everyone's kind of punch drunk and they don't really know what's going on. So. Uh, what we do know, though, is come Monday, come Freedom Day, guess what? Freedom comes with responsibilities, Jim. Are you aware of that? Well, freedom costs a buck oh five. It does. And if you don't pay your share, who will, Jim? <laughs> so, so you know, you the freedom comes with responsibilities. And one of the new responsibilities on Freedom Day is, in fact, going to be like, if you're a 19-year-old kid who works, like, the register at a fucking, you know some kind of surf shop or something right you know you're just a kid there who makes you know minimum wage six hours a day if you're lucky monday to friday doing a retail job now part of the freedom day experience for you as somebody who's working that day uh your job is now going to be to check the private medical information of everybody who walks in into that store you have to go up to them and say now please prove to me your double vaccinated status as a kid working in some shop. So, you know, of course, science deniers out there and extremists, we like to call them extremists here at Team Unship, domestic terrorists even, uh, they're questioning. Yeah, I think that's the most appropriate label. Um, you know, so they're questioning this and saying, well, you know, do we think it's right to force these, uh, you know, low-level employees to do this kind of work for us? <laughs> do you think that's fair and appropriate? Do you think that's well, a some people get off on it? Yeah, some people will get off on it, but I suspect not as much as people who wouldn't. You know what I mean? I feel like we get we see the people who get off on the power far more than the people who don't. The people who just go through the motions, because there's you you can guarantee it. Like some nineteen year old kid working in a surf shop or something, if he's going to say, "Uh, hi, sorry, can I check your double vax?" and if you say something like, "Man, I can't even be bothered getting my phone out right now," he's going to go, "Whatever." <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna turn around and go yeah whatever man i don't care i'm getting like 15 dollars an hour to be here you know well it's a general thing too with conflict avoidance and whatnot and sure. what have you yeah i mean how many times do you think the police will be called that day it'll either be zero or like ten thousand. it'll be nothing in between <laughs> i'm Seven. gonna go with the ten thousand. Ten thousand. all right you're putting in a bid for ten thousand. okay closest without going over right okay well let's see what's going on here as our state edges closer to freedom day freedom many businesses day. are concerned about their role in policing vaccinations <laughs> they're, they're concerned fearful. about their role in policing vaccinations. yes no no we're concerned that we have a role in policing vaccinations it's not a concern with my particular duty in freedom day it's like, no, no, why have I been bestowed a duty in the first place? That's like, why do I have a role on the team? I never asked to join the team. Now I'm on the fucking team. How did that happen? Now I'm on the enforcement committee. You got drafted. I got drafted in. <laughs> I got drafted in to be the COVID vaccine checker police. How the fuck did that? I'm not getting any extra money for this. I'm not even getting a cool uniform. Maybe they could get me something, maybe something I could wear around my arm, Jim. 
to prove that I'm one of the people that's enforcing the rules. A gun is, would be helpful, don't you think? Because we've all heard about these unvaccinated. They're basically domestic terrorists. I mean, who knows what they're up to out there? Right? We're trying to lock them out. They're very dangerous indeed. All of a customer backlash and want the state government to... Yes, what... Provide clearer guidelines. Rita Hassan is a father of four. He worries about having to ask his customers to prove they are double vaccinated. Oh, He's no. Oh, no. Why would he be worried? Doesn't he know that uh, he's trusting the science, Jim? Doesn't he know? I don't think he's aware of it. I think he's a barber, not a scientist. What? I say, I say a good haircut is scientific. There's a science to it. Yes, I think it's there's an physics art. Physics involved. There is definitely, but there's an art to the science, Jim. If you follow me. Mm. Right. There, it's open to interpretation as well. Everything is. Yep. Everything. It's, so it's subjective. Yep. Like, isn't reality subjective? I mean, if you removed your testicles right now, would you just become who you're really supposed to be? Right. Oh Jesus Christ! I know. <laughs> exactly. So you know. Trust the science, I guess, is what I'm saying. Pandora's box. What I'm saying is trust the science, Jim. <laughs> you must trust God the science. God damn it. Okay. Because it's open <laughs> to interpretation. It's all about lived experience, you see. It's very scientific. His best cut hairdressing business in Liverpool already suffering. I think that's ridiculous. Of course I'm worried about it. Of course, we're going to lose business. Rita says he felt like he had no choice but to get vaccinated. I have to take it because I have mortgage, big mortgage, four kids to look after. So what should I do? It's fucking, there's a lot of sounds that like informed. Sounds like informed consent to me. Take this, take this, uh, take this poke or you don't get to keep your job. Yeah, it I sounds mean... like Sounds like something Harvey Weinstein would say. Did you see the Victorian Premier basically say that in a press conference? No, if you just, well, and he's, he gets asked in a press conference, well, what if you, uh, you, you haven't got your second job? And he's like, well, then you don't go to work. Like, just so plainly like that. Um, let me see yeah, if I can find Yeah, that guy's a it. fucking ghoul. I'm trying to see if I can find the video. What happened to that Squidward looking bitch? Squidward. She like had, yeah. She looks like Squidward. Which one? Which one was Squidward? The, that fucking the well, from SpongeBob SquarePants. I know who Squidward is. Which one? Which one of the that hell? fucking bitch that looks like Squidward? She had to resign or something. She's under some sort of investigation. Uh, yeah. No, that was our premier. <laughs> she wasn't a health officer. She was just the premier. Yeah, she resigned. Yeah. What happened to that bitch? She's, I don't know, she's probably playing golf or something. <laughs> I don't know. Who fucking knows? All right, I think I found it here. Let's have a look. If this is the right one, it might be, I'm not sure. So first of all, uh, I can announce that by Friday the 15th of October, yeah. every single authorised worker that is on that authorised worker list, whether they be in Melbourne or in regional Victoria, will need to have had at least one dose of a COVID-19 vaccine. That is, if they want to continue working. If there's people that don't want this mandatory vaccine, how do we manage well, this? Well, then they won't be going to work. Okay. 
Simple as. Simple as, as simple does. Um, <laughs> and so then you get this. Because then people people will have the fucking audacity to say, you know. <laughs> they're like, well, choices have consequences, right? <laughs> you know, the people who are going around right now say, choices have consequences. For, for the unvaxxed. So, like, if they get locked out of a business or something now, it's like, oh, well, that's your choice. Choices have consequences. So this all sounds like very choice. This all sounds very optional here, doesn't it? Okay, if you don't get it, you're not going to work, full stop. Because I have mortgage, big mortgage, four kids to look after. So what should I do? I have to take it. From next week, businesses will be... No, and people say, no, that's wrong. He doesn't have to take it. And then the government says... Going to work. Okay. It's had at least one dose of a COVID-19 vaccine. That is, if they want to continue working. If there's people that don't want this mandatory vaccine, how do we manage well, this? Well, then they won't be going to work. Okay. It's very, very simple. <laughs> the okay at the end fucking gets me every time. Yeah, you know why? Because the dynamics okay. of this, right, you have to understand, what you have to understand is this Premier is very liked by left-wing people. So he's still very popular in Victoria, everything he does, because it's a pretty lefty state, um, you know, as opposed to ours. So, you know, he gets very popular press normally. So the the okay is like even the his own kind of cheerleaders in the press are fucking gobsmacked. Like they, they, they have nothing to say. They're speechless. He's just like, well, they just won't be going to work. And he looks at them like, that complete authoritarianism, right? And they're just all kind of like, huh, right. Wait a minute. Are you saying <laughs> that leftists are the real fascists? <laughs> wow, that's dangerous. So edgy. Spicy take, by the way, there, bro. I'm going to award you the spicy take of the night for that one. It's fantastically <laughs> done. Throw some cayenne on that one. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Bring some milk. I, I hear that helps. They want to continue working. <laughs> If there's people that don't want this mandatory vaccine, how do we manage well, this? Well, then they won't be going to work. Okay. <laughs> it's very, very simple. Okay. It's very simple. <laughs> we want to open the place up. You want to? I'm not taking lectures on freedom from people who will hold all of us back. <laughs> okay. I'm not taking lectures on freedom by people who will hold all of us back. Already suffering. I think that's ridiculous. Of course I'm worried about it. Of course, we're going to lose business. Rita says he felt like he had no choice but to get vaccinated. I have to take it because I have mortgage, big mortgage, four kids to look after. So what should I do? I have to take it. Thank you, sir. Well, tough titties because we're not going to let you hold us back from our Freedom Day. Okay? So we are going to bully you and coerce you into doing what we want. Therefore, we can now have 10 of us vaccinated. Guess what, guy? Now that you've been vaccinated because you felt like you had to, you can now be invited. You can be one of the 10 invited people to somebody else's house. Isn't it all worth it in the end? Huh? I mean, fucking give yourselves a round of applause. You're doing so well out there. Oh, you're you saying he might be able to attend a wedding or he a could. funeral? Maybe, perhaps. Yeah. Wow, what a guy. I know. It's Man, like, these government people are really cool, aren't they? Aren't they? They just care so much about us. And I feel like we don't talk about the positives enough, you know. 
I, I think just talking about the negative aspects constantly just undermines confidence in the health system and helps right-wing trolls who live in their cowards' castles on uh, social media. It just <laughs> helps them to further, you know, um, subvert us and divide us because they, they're, they're trying to divide us, guys, and we're united here on Team YouTube. We're united. We believe um, in safe and effective vaccinations. We also believe that uh, climate deniers should be removed from the platform now, or at least not paid to be here. Like, they shouldn't be paid. That's the first. First, we'll cut off, like, their income, and then we'll hope oh. that most of them just, just quit on their own and go somewhere else, and then we'll come in and kind of clean up the, the rest of them. After so the I'm not allowed to deny the climate anymore? No, you can't. There is a climate, Fuck. and you will get used to the idea, Jim. Stop being a God fucking denier. I know. <laughs> Fuck. We can't. I can't even have you on the show. You can't be trusted on this show, Jim, because of your fucking denials. Uh, denying the climate and stuff. Have a look at this one. This is a fun COVID one. developments now and childcare centres are seeking advice on banning unvaccinated parents from their premises as we count down to freedoms for those who are vaccinated. <laughs> Okay, that sounds just fucking looting. What the fuck? Freedom countdown. Like, what's going to happen on Freedom Day? Oh, we love Freedom Day. It's we? looming. Freedom Day looms. But it's just, I love, it's just like the, the brutal dichotomy of that statement, right? Childcare centres are looking into, like, what was it? Legal avenues to see if they can ban unvaccinated parents from their from their premises as the rest of us count down to Freedom Day. <laughs> I hope you're one of the freedom people because we're going to have Freedom Day. We're going to have like a few more little rules that we're allowed to have. I mean, it's going to be wonderful. So we're getting Freedom Day. And in the meantime, you unvaxxed, we're kicking you out of the childcare centres next. <laughs> Okay. Well, next they're going to tell me I can't board a plane. I know, right? Then they're going to bring in the facial scanners for the uh, for the bus stations and the, and the train stations. I mean, they will be keeping us safe, to... though, Jim. That's the main thing. How are they supposed to scan your face? That was the one question I had from the earlier thing was, yeah. how do they scan your face with a fucking mask on? Oh, they've they've already come up with uh, technology to handle that. They, they came up with that fucking 12 months ago. Here, look, I'll bring something up. I'll pull something up on YouTube. I remember seeing it at the time. It was a Chinese company, incidentally, as well. So, uh, facial recognition mask. Let's see what we get here. Facial recognition masks. Uh, da -da -da -da. Okay, let's see what this one is. Facial recognition, even with masks. A Chinese company says it's developed technology to identify people even while they're wearing surgical masks amid the coronavirus outbreak. Huh? How do you like that? Well, if a, cam if a camera can see through there, then uh, I'm pretty sure that the masks don't do anything then. You don't think the masks work, Jim? Jesus Christ, Jim, you're going to get me into trouble with Sue. Oh, right, yeah, Team YouTube. Sorry, yeah, masks, stay fan effective. Stay, stay safe, everybody. <laughs> posed a problem for China, which employs some of the world's most sophisticated surveillance systems, oh. including facial... I would have thought other words spring to mind. Oppressive surveillance system. 
the most draconian surveillance system, and they would have. That, but BBC went a different angle. They're like, oh, sorry, the Straits Times went a different angle. It's impressive, isn't it? Very impressive Very. This, this surveillance. I'm so impressed. Yes, exactly. <laughs> to recognition. But Han Wang. Oh, we got joining us in the chat, ladies and gentlemen, Rational Times. Hello, buddy. How you going, buddy? Hey, how's it going? Good, man. Hey, IT. Jimmy, what's up, buddy? How Boogie. you doing, man? What's doing? Good, gentlemen. How are you? Just getting used to segregation in Canada here. Oh, really? Just kicked in, did it? Wonderful. Yeah, just a couple of days ago. Yeah, just getting used to the Tell brand us, new yeah. segregation. Tell us about some of your experience because you you you're someone that's pretty out and about. You know, you go places for gigs and and for work and whatnot. So tell us a little bit about your experience in the first couple of days there of uh, perma lockdown. Well, Boogie, you know, I used to do those fun things. Mm. <laughs> you oh, know, so they're so, done. But not anymore. I mean, oh, good. Yeah. Well, that's... I mean, a while ago, I, to be honest, I quit my job over the mask mandate and uh, wow stuff like that. And so in the gigs, there hasn't been too many gigs. I played one gig recently and, you know, I got away with not wearing a mask, but, you know, it was it was close. Occasionally you get some recording or something done, though, don't you? Squeezed in around. So, you know. Well, that's why luckily I set up shop at the uh, homestead here. So I rarely have to leave the house. Ah, okay. Well, there you go. Well, so... You're basically fuck them then is what Irrational Times is saying uh, to the rest of his well, community. Too bad, so sad. I don't need you anyway. I'm off on my own. Fucking Merry Christmas. Um, you know, send mm, me a Zoom. Send me a Zoom request. Something like that. Yeah, fuck them. All right, that's <laughs> wonderful. Do you like to see uh, people being punished, generally speaking? Or is that something you're into? Well, it breaks my spirit, so yeah, sure, yeah. Absolutely. I oh, see, I was broken long ago, so I just revel in it now. <laughs> I feed on it. <laughs> Satisfied. There's nothing like a good uh, head cracking. And from time to time. Not all the time, just when you need it, you know. Speaking of music and, and gigs and what have you, it was funny. Just before the uh, mandatory vax thing came in where I live, yeah. I'm on the other side of the country from IT. Okay. Uh, I went to a punk gig. Nice. Okay. Yes. And I got kicked out for not wearing a mask. <laughs> of course you did. Yeah. <laughs> Because there's nothing more punk than doing what the government tells you to do. Exactly. <laughs> I love the idea of somebody who has like a ring in their lip and in their nose and a chain connecting both. And they're wearing a mask so you can only hear like the jiggling of the chain when they walk around. You can't actually see it. Because that's the whole point, isn't it? I mean, it reminds me of something funny that Gavin once said when he went to some fucking, I don't know, before Proud Boys, right? There was some other rally or something, and he said it was annoying to see an anarchist, somebody who was claiming to be an anarchist. They had a flag on a cardboard stick because apparently the local regulation was you're not allowed to have it on a metal pole because that can be considered a weapon. So he's like, look at this. The anarchists are following the government rules. It's heartbreaking. It's fucking so sad. <laughs> Waving their cardboard stick flags around with anarchist flags. I mean, it's fucking ridiculous, right? Oh, I'm glad to see totally. Canada chipping in, though, with the lockdowns. I mean, it's very important. It's good to have you on board. Well, you're going to need some backup. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when they said that we're all in this together, you know, I, I didn't know they meant like this. Oh, they definitely meant it. <laughs> they absolutely meant it. Oh. <laughs> what else have I got here? Okay. We've seen the childcare center. Oh, we haven't even really watched the childcare centers one. I better finish watching it and see what's going on here. 
To COVID developments now and childcare centres are seeking advice on seeking banning advice. unvaccinated parents from their premises Good. as we count down to freedoms for those who are vaccinated. <laughs> as this we, is a live look because we, we are part of the freedom crowd, you see. As we count down our freedom day, they're talking about kicking out the unvaxxed parents. I mean, it's fucked With up. people enjoying daylight saving on oh, this Labor no. Day holiday. Yep. The state is now just one week away from freedom day. There were 623 <laughs> new cases. Recorded. It's so fucking, it's so fucking lame to have a Freedom Day on a Monday. I can't believe it. Is that, it's just like a weird coincidence that it lines up with Canadian Thanksgiving? I don't think anything is a coincidence anymore. Everybody's doing the same fucking things, Jim. Everyone's copying Damn, it's, everyone else. It's, it's just Thanksgiving. It's real Thanksgiving. Mm. America, it's, America has their fake Thanksgiving. We have the real one. How can you, so how come yours is real and theirs is fake? What's the difference? Because we have ours in fall, where it's nice and kind of autumn kind of weather. The leaves okay. are turning a beautiful different colors. The See. foliage is just amazing. Uh, and they have theirs when there's almost snow on the ground. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it's embarrassing for well, them. Well, it also, our, our Thanksgiving also lines up with the beginning of hockey season. Ah, Amen. Right. And Amen, brother. theirs is uh, football season, isn't it? <laughs> um, and your, your, your Thanksgiving also lines up with our Freedom Day. Which is, I mean, that's yeah, exactly. Something. So I don't think it's a coincidence. I think no. it's planned yeah. that way. And not... we just want to institute more holidays. Exactly. And and we're talking real freedom here. You know, real, uh, you know, the kind of freedom that you can reach out and embrace, and it, it embraces you back, and it whispers in your ear, "I love you, Boogie," and I say, "I love you, freedom." And, Thirty people. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Huh? Ten people allowed in your house. I mean, it's fucking special. We we're letting you take a day trip. You can take a field trip, but you've got to be home, remember, before curfew kicks in. Okay, so enjoy your freedom day, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and freedom way, is only applicable between nine and five. Yes, and if you're working on freedom day, remember, it is now your role, it is now your duty to start asking for proof of vaccinations for everyone who walks in there, because remember, we've all got to, we're all in this together. We're keeping people safe. Holy shit! Coffee Talker Sandra with the Ninja Gini dropping the fucking Gini on us. I love you, Boogie. I love you too. Thank you for the Ninja Gini. <laughs> Coffee Talker Sandra, dlive.tv slash Coffee Talker Sandra. All right, let's watch a little more here. Infection rates continue to fall, but sadly, also another but six sadly. deaths, with 67.5% of the state now hey. fully vaccinated. And we were keen to put our privileges to the test today. Many They're putting our privileges to the test. Wow. This is like the first time your parents gave you permission to ride your bike to the end of the street. Right? Okay. You mean I can go all the way to the store and buy a Slurpee? Exactly. Exactly, Jim. And you, what did you do that first time? You went to the store, you bought the Slurpee, and you brought back the exact amount of change, didn't you, that first time? You made sure that everything well, went off without a hitch. I, there were no problems, right? I also had to go buy my dad a pack of cigarettes. Sure. And then when you got back, he left. You see. <laughs> <laughs> he flipped that shit on you. He reversed it. So we're counting down to our freedoms, and we're going to give you a little bit of freedom, test you out a little bit. 
and then see if you can behave yourself and then we'll think about giving you some more. <laughs> we'll, I'll talk about it with your mother first and then we'll, we'll come back to it. We'll consider it. Yeah. And make sure you get good grades. Okay. Okay, so you got do homework, homework to do. Exactly. Finish your vegetables. Gathering in <laughs> groups of up to five right across a very sunny city. Wow, groups of five. In parks by the Parramatta River, Bronte Beach, Bondi Beach, Balmoral Beach, a great place to be. Swimming pools, picnic grounds, a taste of summer this public holiday, but more importantly, a taste of impending freedom for all of us. It is only one... (laughs) 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 Thank God we have the government. I know. But how... (laughs) Sorry. <laughs> Damon just got me, man. Holy fuck. Impending freedom. It's it's the enthusiasm too, isn't it? Like he's so happy <laughs> about his impending freedom day. <laughs> he really is celebrating though. He means it. You know what I mean? That's I don't know if that's horrifying or adorable. Well, we have the problem around here, Boogie, where when I we were supposed to start to reopen businesses and um, be able to go into places without masks yes. on September 15th. Oh, really? But uh, guess what happened on September 15th? They announced it was just uh, in October 4th that would happen, you know, just another couple of weeks. And now it's past October 4th and I've... Now it's just now it's all about mandatory vaccines and yes. vaccine passes. No, there's no talk about reopening anymore or that uh, that kind of stuff, so... But it's, it's for your guessed. safety, though, you understand, clearly. I mean, <laughs> of course. Yeah. And just, you know, just, I thought those goalposts were nailed down. No, 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 of course not. <laughs> no, I guarantee you that by the time we get to 85%, we will relax some of your freedoms again. I mean, won't that be worth it? Isn't that worth sticking around for? <laughs> you should consider yourselves very lucky out there. Uh, one day, one day, you might be luff, lucky enough to have some impending freedoms too. <laughs> but when you talk to people around here, Boogie, about the reopening of things, mm. when I talked to some of my friends, scared. they said they were they were scared. It was so scared. Yeah. That was scary to me that they were scared. Yeah, there's a like, lot what of. What are you scared. talking about? Oh yeah, there's a lot of scared people here too. No, I know exactly what you mean. Because they're like, well, I just think if we open up too quickly, and it's like too quickly, it's been two years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> This is very, this is, there is no too quickly after today. There is, it's impossible. It's been two years already. It's far, far, far too slow. But, you know, we do have the new variant now. So that'll spice things up a bit, don't you think? Now we've got some new strains out there to be excited about. So hopefully we should be able to lock everybody down. I'm hoping that they give everyone like two weeks of adjusted freedoms after Freedom Day and then just go straight, just go straight back into fucking hard lockdown for another six months. Fucking do it. Do it, you fucking... It's like when they've got the gun to your head. Do it! Do it, you fucking pussy! (laughs) There's going to be the next one to be called Freedom Reimagined. (laughs) Yes. Oh, I love our new definitions. I love living in the modern times because anything can be everything if you believe in it. Swimming pools, picnic grounds, picnic. a taste of summer this public holiday, but summer. more importantly, a taste of impending freedom mm-hmm. for all of us. It is Except only one the week away. A lot less police, people more relaxed, and I think it's a good thing. Despite yep. the low chance of transmission outdoors, people did tend to keep their distance from each other. We yep. actually have... We have look at how well we've trained our little ant farm. Look at that. Huh? 
It only took three months to convince everyone to wear masks nonstop. Hey, you know, here's a here's a bureaucratic budgetary genius idea. What if we save money by turning people's homes into the re-education camp? <laughs> We will just sit them at, and we'll keep them in there. We don't need to build a big camp with barbed wire. We don't need these facilities. The facilities have to be secured. They have to have staff. We have to feed them and clothe them and do their washing. Fuck all that. That'd be too dangerous. We're in the middle of a pandemic. We're capitalists. Let's outsource this shit. <laughs> we'll get the people who work minimum wage at the surf supply shop to enforce the vaccine status of the customers. We'll get the employers to enforce vaccine status on their workers via the insurance company so we can be at arm's length from it. We'll get the public transport people start installing facial recognition cameras and just link it so we can be at arm's length at that. And rather than build these big, you know, ugly facilities out in the middle of the desert, we'll just turn the house, everybody's home, into their own re-education camp. So much so that we'll have the kids there being re-educated themselves as well because we'll shut the schools. So we get everybody, mum, dad, <laughs> Sally and Sounds Timmy. Sounds like you're talking a lot about homeschooling and that sounds like dangerous and misinformation to that's, me. That's the kind of talk of a domestic terrorist, Jim, isn't it? Really? Bro, bro. Yeah. Bro. And it's not as easy as it sounds, by the way. No, it's not. It no. sucks. Yeah. Well, luckily so for instead you. instead of homeschool. Yes. Instead of homeschool, we have home re-education. But luckily for you now, we have injected enough materials to, by the time, look, by the time you get out of the lockdown the next three months, you will be out and you'll be nice and reprogrammed and you'll naturally socially distance from everybody. You know, when you walk into a building, you'll just instinctively go to scan in. You'll be used to it. Um, you'll just be used to carrying your mask around wherever you go. You'll be used to following the instructions like stand in this line and go in this door and only 10 people per shop at any time you'll just get used to following those rules and then you'll be a nice oh. little compliant singaporean society <laughs> let's follow the arrows on the floor yep you'll be a nice orderly fascist little utopia for us and that'll be worth they, it. they would have had me with the arrows if they would have allowed me to go back into a store without a mask on mm. i would have followed the arrows at first i was mad at those arrows but they they grinded me down and then uh, i would have just i now i'm begging to be let back in with no mask i'll follow your arrows please i swear sir i'll follow the arrows <laughs> i don't think he's learned his lesson yet we should banish him <laughs> you need yeah, to need follow another, we need another crackdown on it yeah exactly Section one four. We've got a guy not walking on the arrows again in, the, in aisle number three. Not again! God damn it! Miami Milf tipped fifteen dollars. Oh, thank you, Miami Milf. It's so hard to imagine that countries remain closed. What? I'm off to a lovely restaurant with my unvaxxed family. What? Keep up the hope. Great. The thank you. Nice to hear. Oh no, Miami Milf. Another <laughs> fucking super spreader in the chat, ladies and gentlemen. Look at that. Rubbing it in. I know. Yeah, heading out for the early bird special. I see. I know. And see, she tipped fifteen because fifteen, I think, is like the cutoff where I can't be rude now. If it was just five, I'd be like, fuck you and your freedoms. Fucking unvaxxed, spread, super spreading events. Oh, my God, you're killing everybody. Just out of pure spite. But because it was a very generous tip, I'm like, oh, well, shut up. <laughs> <It's> not fair. <laughs> not fair. We're, we're having a freedom day. Come on. 
<laughs> ten yeah, people. Freedom. Ten people is, will be allowed outside. It's wonderful. Is Florida literally the last place on earth with freedom? I think it is. It is kind of on a pokey outy bit too, isn't it? It's a peninsula, so it's the last place where every it's where all the shit funnels down in America and just kind of like a dag out the back of a sheep's ass. It just kind of hangs there. <laughs> That's is that weird. what it is? I think so. I think that's how it collects. No, I love Florida. I love Florida. Actually, incidentally, funny you bring up fucking Florida. That's very that's very serendipitous of you because uh, I saw this on BBC, which, as you know, is big black cock, but, but also the British Broadcasting Corporation. And Clever, yes, clever. Which is also big black cock. Which is also <laughs> big black cock. And bigger, bigger than a bread box? Yes. Let's go, black cock. And so, Joe, they, now I know I know Americans enjoy when uh, the English report on what's happening in America, but this is actually just about Florida. So I thought, well, you know a lot of Floridians, you know. There are a lot of Floridians. I think Major Tom is a Floridian. Obviously, you got got uh, Mersh and Royce who were in here before. They're Floridians. There's a, there's a few Floridians kind of floating around here. And other people who live very close. And I thought, well, rather than ask them what's going on in Florida, <laughs> I'll go to the BBC instead. The Big Black Cock, as it's known. Solid. Exactly. Apparently it is solid. Thick. <laughs> um, so, so here's Joe Biden on the BBC. <laughs> <laughs> oh, making, making a lot of sense. Joe Biden <laughs> has tried begging. Please do the right thing. He's tried bribing. Calling on states to offer $100 for anyone willing. I wonder, does anybody else pick up a little bit of the Elmer fuds about Joe Biden? Am I the only one? He's <laughs> got a little Oh, Elmer you wascally unvaccinated. Yes, yes, exactly. So, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Listen to the way he says, like, when he talks in the second clip. I'd beg it. Please do the right thing. He's tried bribing. Calling on stage to offer a hundred. Calling on stage to offer. Oh, a <laughs> oh you, you wascally uh, misinformations. Oh, <laughs> I am hunting the unwaxed. The unwaxed, sir. <laughs> the unwaxed. For anyone willing to step up and get a vaccination. Step up and do the right thing. And now Savages. he's had enough. Yep. We've been patient, <laughs> but our patience is wearing thin. Joe's mad. Joe Mad. I, I wish he had have done this press conference with his aviators on, though. Sinister Charlie pipped five dollars. Thank you, sir. I haven't worn a mask in six months. Greetings from Arizona. Arizona, Google. yes, home of Kirsten Cinema, everybody's favorite public pisser, as we're calling her here on the show. We love Kirsten Cinema. Coming up after the break, Kirsten Cinema upskirt shots from a public toilet. Uh, we're by the video, we're raising money for left-wing causes. It's incredible. Thank you for the tip, Sinister Charlie. More than a million Americans tested positive for COVID in the wow. last week alone. And 2,000 people are dying each day in the U.S. After a deadly summer surge of the what? Delta variant, the White House announced major steps to... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yes. Come back. Baby, come back! 
not allowed to see this. You can it must be some kind of increased vaccinations, including mandating vaccines or weekly testing for all federal workers and contractors, all healthcare Good. providers Good. that receive federal funding, Good. and crucially, Keeping any business safe. that employs more than a hundred people. Yes. This is not about freedom no. or personal choice. No. It's about protecting yourself and those around you. Because who needs freedom when you can have protection? Huh? I mean, let's be let's be adults here. Those people That's who right. are out in the streets, I tell you, those people who are out in the streets protesting, you know what we call them? We call them man babies. Big, crying man babies who are afraid of a little noodle. Because huh? they're not wearing their face diapers? Yes. They're not wearing their masks because they're idiots, you see, because they don't mm. trust the science. That's why. They want their free dumb, like mm. D-U-M-B, like uh-huh. that one. <laughs> Remember that? See that around? <laughs> I saw that one. <laughs> You're so good, man. That's uh, very good people this is not about freedom it's not about for personal choice it's about protecting yourself and those around you but republican governors have been quick to push back against mask and vaccine mandates Uh and florida's governor ron DeSantis is worse than hitler himself is taking his fight a step further okay if a government agency in the state of Florida uh, forces uh, a vaccine as a condition to employment, that violates Florida law. You will face a $5,000 fine for every single violation. I mean, what's wrong with him? Clearly, he's a fucking lunatic. He's an an unhinged lunatic. Yes. He gives Hitler a bad name, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Amazingly. Hitler was not a bad painter. I mean, what's he, he well, did? That's Hitler true. Hitler was also against mandatory vaccinations. Oh, oh yeah, that too. Yeah. yeah, he would have been very pro team YouTube back in the day if he were. Yeah. <laughs> Susan <laughs> sending a message that if you choose your individual rights over collective responsibility to get vaccinated. We will support you, and here's how we are supporting you. And that message has resonated with voters like John Sissio. He had COVID. And claims he doesn't need the vaccine. I support Governor DeSantis' stance. Governor DeSantis' stance? (laughs) I support Governor DeSantis' stance. got to be a better way to say that. it has got to be well, something we can do. At, at least he doesn't have a lisp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a wonder these it's a wonder these fine candidates aren't marching into office as we speak. I support Governor DeSantis' stance against <laughs> the vaccine mandates. 100% I am okay. a uh, lieutenant search and rescue specialist and paramedic for the city of Gainesville. Right now, they currently have a, a mandate yep. to uh, vaccinate or... Because, silly man, don't you know that when you run into a burning building, you might catch the coof? I mean, fucking hell. What are we doing here? How do we so get through to these deniers, IT? What do we do to them? 
I don't know, but I just had a creative thought there. Uh, yeah. Should should Ron DeSantis should he have like a little promotional campaign with his, his very own dance called the DeSantis Stance, where it's like a, a, a nine, late '80s hip hop kind of beat, like you know, like. Uh... <laughs> Shit like that. Is that Ron, <laughs> yeah, like Ron DeSantis. I'm here to say I support the unvaxxed in every way. Breakdown. Do the unvaccinated shuffle. <laughs> it's the DeSantis stance. Take the DeSantis stance. Do, 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 like it's like uh, you know, like that. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> T, ladies and gentlemen. You can follow him on YouTube. He does uh, songs and videos. Much better than that. He's good. They will terminate us. <laughs> There's no option for uh, you know mask wearing or weekly no testing. Uh, there's no other option than you will do this or we'll yes john okay. is one of 200 employees now suing well choices have consequences boys don't they honestly i mean clearly this fucking this guy try this guy is trying to let this guy is trying to convince you that they're making people do it i mean it's just fucking nuts it's a, get a new job get a new job fuck you surely there's got to be other things burning down don't we have other fire departments Join a private fire department, okay? Go work for the private company, bro. In the city of Gainesville over its vaccine mandate. It's not a, a fight against the vaccine. Uh-huh. It's a fight against the mandate. The result that we hope to get out of the lawsuit is I to... I don't know. It sounds like domestic terrorism to me, if I'm being brutally honest. By definition. Mm. And you can't be too safe these days. Which is why I'm afraid I'm going to have to side with Team YouTube here. I am going to have to report that video for uh, dangerous medical misinformation, I think. Now, uh, you'll be pleased to see this. You know, As you know, the beach is iconic with Australia and Australians. Uh, it's what people in other countries think of when they think of Australia. If they're not thinking about fucking a kangaroo or something, they'll be thinking about the beach instead. So uh, I've got good news. We can report that the peaches will be kept safe this Freedom Day. We've got another level of surveillance here. Let's have a look. So as you can see there, we've got a guy dressed up like David Hasselhoff from Baywatch. He's one of the lifesavers and he's flying a wee little drone over the people on the beach to make sure that they're socially distancing. I mean, he looks like he works for DHL. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Well, then it's not going to end well for this chap then, is it? Unfortunately for him. So. He looks like <laughs> David Hasselhoff's stunt. <laughs> stunt double. Look at that. His body type is very much like a young David Hasselhoff from Baywatch. Yeah, he's a bit of a hunk, isn't he? Oh, man. Uh, okay, this is Kamala Harris. Let's have a look. I just love the idea of exploring the unknown. <laughs> and then there's other things that we just haven't what? figured out is, or discovered is yet. Is she on to mushrooms? think about so much that's out there that we still have to learn. Like, I love that. I love that. And so I'm very excited about the Space Council. We're going to learn so much um, as we increasingly, I think, are curious and interested in the potential for the discoveries and the work we can do in space. Oh my god. I feel She's like on mushrooms. I've, She's I, on mushrooms. I do feel like this is worthy of like a 
what drugs are they are. <laughs> right? like, I, mean, I think Jim nailed it. <laughs> Mush, you reckon the shrooms? It's evidence of shrooms. Mushrooms are acid or something. There's so much to discover out there. I know. You know what Is I love? Unironically taking over the space force. <laughs> Trump's <laughs> space force. You know what I love most about Kamala Harris? It's that she's so natural. Like, <laughs> it's that everything she does just comes from the heart. It comes from, she's she's real. You know what I mean? There's so many people in politics who are just fake and you can't believe them when they say things. And with Kamala Harris, I just get this feeling like she really, she really is who she is, right? What you see is what you get. I just love the idea of exploring the unknown. And then there's other things that we just haven't figured out or discovered yet. To think about so much that's out there that we still have to learn. Like, I love that. I love that. And so I'm very excited about the Space Council. We're going to learn so much um, as we increasingly, I think, are curious yes. and interested in the potential for the discoveries and the work we can do in space. Discoveries in space, guys. It's going to be so amazing. There's another one here. It gives us a sense of the magnitude of it all. Earth is kind of small, <laughs> yeah. right? The Earth is like a speck. Yeah. Earth, Earth is like is a speck. We have designed, I mean, look at the design of this thing. Wait, wait. <laughs> Do you know what's even a cooler design? What's like that? us humans. <laughs> I know, we're, we're, we're amazing. <laughs> I mean, and can, I, can I say one other thing? Yes. Uh, there were all, all this talk about space. Do you know where the most... The most uncharted territory is right here on Earth in the ocean. That's right. Underwater. We don't know anything yeah. that's going on underwater. We know exactly. Nothing. Let's go down there. Although, what if all... Hear me out here. What if that's where all the Nazi bases are? Well, underwater. let's go. Well, no. See, maybe that's why they say, look, it's too deep and we don't know anything about it. So let's go to space <laughs> instead because they're trying to draw our attention away from the underwater Nazi bases. <laughs> Maybe Aquaman. Well, then we have to there. rename one of the oceans to, Ooh, to fun hit, <laughs> to Hitler Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> that what we we'll call it. Ah, <laughs> the SS Ocean. Yes, third wave Nazism. The Fash Sea. The Fash Ah, uh, now we're talking exactly. And the people, and the smart people, and the scientists, and the engineers came up with the idea. The smart people came up with this. <laughs> Sorry, I just have to improve on Jim's joke. It's actually, it would be called the not sea. Ah, not sea, as in ocean. Fucking yes. Well done. Yeah, it would start with a K. <laughs> yeah. And an If you build something that looks like that, you can see the sun. Yeah. And you can see the moon. You can right? see the moon. You can see the moon. Well, wait till you guys see the moon. I'm telling you. I just, I don't know what it is about those craters on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> she has this most awkward little laugh, doesn't she? This kind of, this kind of Well, she learned, chuckle. she learned from Hillary. I mean, Hillary was a natural politician and she, she learned was, from Hillary. So. Yeah. America's huh. grandma, really, Hillary Clinton. Um, <laughs> somebody posted this video, which I thought was appropriate and fair. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha 
that editing is amazing. Someone put a lot of fucking effort into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me share that link. Let me pop that link in the chat, boy. Yeah, um, do that. Yeah. That reminds me of some of those uh, Alex Jones song remixes. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, those were the classics back in the day. Um, IT, are you doing a show tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Half hour or so. All right, cool. Well, I'm going to get out of here so you can go and set up. Where can we find you? Where are you going to be? What are you going to do? Oh, we're on uh, YouTube and DLive. We're going to watch some cheesy hair metal tonight, I think. Hair metal. I found a cheesy hair metal video that should be good fun. Fuck yeah. All right, sounds good. Mm. What are you doing, Jim? Just getting pissed and falling asleep? (laughs) Generally speaking, yeah, I'm going to go hang out at IT's show. Watching baseball, man. Watch some baseball. Hell yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to get out of here. So thank you, boys, for jumping on and having a chat. It's been good talking to you. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, me too. Our pleasure. Anytime. Talk to you soon. There there they go. Uh, IT, ladies and gentlemen, uh, nine. Don't forget, everybody's favorite lover of French cats. Mer should be on at 10 p.m. He was in here before. Check him out. Uh, Sunday Night Shit Show. Sunday Night Shit Show. Who else you got? Coffee Talk with Sandra will be around. Um, I'll probably be back next Friday. I think this is going to be the thing from now on. I think it's going to be a Friday night thing. I might do longer shows in the future. You know what I mean? I might make Friday night like a bit more of a marathon-y kind of thing. Do a longer show in the future. We'll see how we go. Oh, okay. Mercious. I think I'm going out tonight, so no show. There you go. So no Nightwave. Direct all your angry emails to him, as I'm sure you do already. You know, at least send them to the appropriate person. Don't tell me. Don't tell me if you don't like him, because I don't care. <laughs> do not message me and tell me how much you dislike Mersh, because I don't, I don't, you know. Tell him. <laughs> what are you telling me for? What do you want me to do about it? I just go, okay. <laughs> so you should, you should probably tell him if you don't like him. I mean, I don't like you. <laughs> so at least tell the fucking right person. Complain to him. He won't be on tonight. Fuck him. Fuck him. Going out. Thinks he can go out. We we haven't even got to Freedom Day yet here in Sydney, ladies and gentlemen. Freedom, Freedom Day is Monday for us. This fucker's just rubbing my nose in it. Give him a nice plug, right? Hey, check out everybody's favourite lover of French women and French cats, Merce. He'll be on at 10pm. He's always there. You know what he does? He shows up every time. Send in the plug. Oh, by the way, bro, not going to be on going out tonight. Well, isn't that fucking convenient? Isn't that fucking nice, right? Go on then, go out to your fancy fucking friend party. Anyway, so I'll probably be back Friday night. Till then, ladies and gentlemen, stay calm, stay rational. God bless. See you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks to everyone who contributed tonight, by the way, to the show. Thanks to everyone who subscribes. Check you out next time.